When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Do you enjoy comedy bits from the Bob and Tom Show? Well, this is the podcast for you. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Welcome to Bits and Pieces. I'm Willie Griswold, joined, as always, by Jess Hooker, Jessica Alsman, and Jason Hofsetz. Today, we are talking movies Jess and Jessica, I miss going to the movies. My uh, mom and sister were going to crash with me over Christmas, and then we ended up changing, you know, COVID stuff. But also, I was afraid of just staying with my family for 10 days in a row and not being able to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. If if there was movie theaters open, I'd be fine with it. Mm -hmm. I could go see a matinee and come home and then reset. I miss the movies, baby. That's what I'm saying. Would you go? Is there one open around here? Uh, I there, the there was there might be for a one. second. Yeah, I think there was for a second. But in all honesty, don't you think that the movie theater is one of the safer places to be right now? You can safely social distance. I know. You touch your own food. There's there's it, minimal interaction. Like I, I feel like it's safe. I've had I've had I've heard that argument many times, and it's 100 percent valid. Here's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Nobody's putting out movies. Oh well, yep. there's that. Tenant was the only one that's kind that's of right. out there, and every week. Three to four movies would yeah. come out. Yeah. Well, Wonder Woman's last, coming out Christmas Day, and it's going to be in the theater. So and there'll be streaming. a few oh, really? things, but it's it's they're just and they tried the hey we're going to show some old movies, but mm-hmm. people just weren't doing no. it. So no. I have been pretty cool with the direct to TV though. It's yeah. been cool to have to see things like King of Staten Island. I love Pete Davidson. I love Bill Burr, but yep. I was not. I was never going to go see that in theaters. Right. I was mm-hmm. always going to wait to go see that movie. Yep. And because it was out, I saw I saw it opening weekend. Yeah. And I got a real kick out of it. it and also, nice. I don't know if this is true. Did you guys hear the thing that Bill Murray, my, Bill Burr, may get an Oscar for that because there are no so way. few movies this year? Oh, are you wow. serious? That he might be in contention for I best mean, supporting. I mean, I love the character. I mean, it was fun. I, I know he did play. a great. He did a stellar job. He did like a stellar job. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. So I, I think, got a little I th- distracted. I think that would be awesome too. I mean, I I really like him anyway. But it's uh, but that seems kind of par for the course that this would be how he would get. An Oscar. Oh That's man, so Sandler's like, you got to be. Oh me. my god! <laughs> Sorry, she was. Uh, yeah, she because really I could have just released this two months later. Okay, oh, well, before man. Jess says another terrible word that we would never <laughs> ever say, uh, let's get right into this bit. Uh, this is called Driving Mr. Griswold. Everyone remembers actor Morgan Freeman's riveting portrayal of chauffeur Hope Coburn working for a persnickety old woman in the heartwarming blockbuster film Driving Miss Daisy. Now, Mr. Freeman reprises that role in the much-anticipated sequel. Only this time, his new boss is even more uptight and finicky than Miss Daisy. Good morning, Mr. Hoke. Let's get going. I've got a million things to do today. 
Yes, sir, Mr. Griswold. <laughs> Bob and Tom Pictures presents Driving Mr. Griswold. Uh, Mr. Hoke, thanks for driving me around. I can get a lot of work done here in the backseat during all this travel time. Besides, Hoke, do you know how many germs there are on the average steering wheel? <laughs> that steering wheel is a veritable petri dish of disease. Uh, hey, uh, Hoka, take a left at the light. There's a Starbucks a few blocks up. Uh, but we just left a Starbucks, Mr. Griswold. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my uh, coffee is getting cold. Hey, look, it uh, says here in the paper that the Harlem Globetrotters are in town tonight. Guess you'll be going. Excuse me? Yeah, nothing like shooting some hoops. Right, my brother? Oh, do, you, my do you mind if I call you my brother? I'd rather have a boil on my ass. Pardon me? I said I thought you'd never ask, Mr. Griswold. You demand, Hoke. Morgan Freeman is driving Mr. Griswold, and Tom is driving Morgan Freeman crazy. Yeah, Hoke, I got a million stories. You want to hear about the time I interviewed actor Frank Gorshin? I think I'd rather put a bullet in my head. Excuse me? I said, uh, go right ahead, Mr. Griswold. Well, when I spoke to uh, Mr. Gorshin, he was very funny. I guess you'd say he was quite the Joker. <laughs> the Joker, get it? You know, from Batman? Yeah. Uh, actually, Frank Gorshin played the Riddler. I really get it. Hey, Hulk, I guess you heard uh, that some time ago. I, uh, I broke my arm. Do you, do you want to hear something funny? Coming from you, that would be a first. Well, I'm not sure if you're up on uh, medical terminology, but this is hilarious. The bone I broke is actually called the humorous bone. Really? I saw you in the locker room at the gym this afternoon. The only humorous bone I saw was that itty-bitty little white. Hey, Hope! There's my house on the left. I need to stop by and charge up my cell phone. You know, I really appreciate all the help you've been. Uh, you want to go get some lunch? Well, that's actually very kind, Mr. Griswold. I, I would love to do that. Uh, great. Uh, pick me up a uh, chicken Caesar salad and hurry back. I'm starving. You're a douchebag. What's that? I said uh, I'll dash right back, Mr. Griswold. Run away. Perfect. You know, I live in this uh, gated community. Hey, I just remembered, uh, you spent some time in a gated community once. <laughs> Remember Shawshank Prison? Uh, actually, that was just a movie. But if I may paraphrase a line from that film... Today has been the longest day of my life. <laughs> Driving Mr. Griswold, coming soon to a theater near you. And, uh, Mr. Hoke, could you stop by Starbucks and grab me another coffee? Better get me two. I don't want to run out. And don't forget, extra cream in it. Oh, I'm going to put some extra special cream in it, Mr. <laughs> don't you worry about that. <laughs> Driving Mr. Griswold. So I have a sort of a confession to make. Um, obviously grew up, listened to the show my whole life. Um, I... Was in film school. I graduated in June. I'd never seen um, Shawshank Redemption yeah. until I had to watch it for school. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason I'd never seen it is because I had a pretty thorough understanding of the plot of it, <laughs> all the twists and turns, exactly. and all the major details mm -hmm. because of listening to the show growing up, because of our Morgan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. the longest night of his life. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it uh, from beginning to end, but I've seen enough where I'm just like, oh. Yeah, now I get it, what they were talking about on the show. Because he said, okay, that makes sense. It's basically, yeah, watching the movie, I'm like, oh, they do that on Bob and Tom. Yeah. I know. And it's like, you mean Bob and Tom does it from Shawshank? You, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you I wonder if it. any other show out there is that obsessed with a movie. And obviously, it's not the only movie we've kind of obsessed over through right. the years. But it seems a little unhealthy in a yeah. way. Well, Slightly. and then when I saw the movie, 
I I figured that was the longest night of his life. Would have been in the movie more than one time. I really, oh no! I realized that was a very very small part of the movie. Significant. But my dad yeah. chose to highlight. Yeah. A lot of people walk to that movie and they go, "Wow, the escape scene was really incredible." Or you go, "I enjoyed the court scene. It really showed how unfair it was." And he goes. That was the longest night of his life. Dies laughing. Mm-hmm. He's just happy that he gets to say the phrase "bull queers." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Uh, yeah. Prison. Okay. Um, well, let's move on then. Well, I was gonna. I was thinking though about this bit. How accurate would that be for for your dad, Tom? You know, is that? It <laughs> seems pretty. Well, Pretty we, real almost. we've all had to drive Tom. Mm-hmm. The four of us, we realized, I think after our last podcast, we were talking, the four of us have all had to drive Tom somewhere mm-hmm. alone. Yep. And um, terrifying. It's, it's it's it is it is a little nerve wracking, but it's well, it wasn't for you, Jason. You said it wasn't. It was OK. Well, the, the one time I went, I drove him after uh, a show. Mm hmm. To go to a live show that we used to do. Right. And he slept during a lot of it. Yeah. So, but more than anything, I got that he trusted me. I know. With his life. Right. To drive him on an interstate. Yeah. For hours away. That's yeah. what I, I yeah, gathered. That's true. But, that's so there true. wasn't a whole lot. Of, there, was a, there was a Starbucks stop, though. I do recall that. Yeah, that's what I recall. Wherever I'm, if I'm driving to Chicago when I was moving there, if I was driving to summer camp when I worked there, mm-hmm. I take two, one of two highways, yep. and he would always just go, okay, so uh, in Fort Wayne off 29B, that's the Jefferson exit, there's yep. a Starbucks there. It <laughs> used to not have a drive-thru. Now it does have a drive-thru. And I go, why are you telling me that it used to not have a Oh, just so you know that now it does have a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> just say it has a drive-thru. That's all. You the history of the Starbucks in the area. I <laughs> thought I thought he was going to take credit for it getting a drive through. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, the best, no, I told the management that they <laughs> the best if they put the drive <laughs> The best Starbucks in Indiana is in Gas City, if you can believe me. And get this, it's on a street called Beaner Boulevard. I know. I couldn't believe it either when I saw oh it. Oh, my gosh. I, I couldn't believe it. It's their, it's their name. That Fort Wayne Starbucks is home to, I would say, maybe a dozen meetings that your dad has a year. Really? Yep. He drives up there for, meets someone that it's a halfway point, mm-hmm. and they have, they have meetings there all often yeah. yeah there were two starbucks on the way to my summer camp and we would stop at both <laughs> at growing both up when we went there yeah and then when i worked there i would stop at both on the way up too because yeah i am my father's son right <laughs> as much as i make fun of him one of the things about tom and his coffee once you have to get tom's drink order which once that happens you have to write it in your phone because yep. he'll be like i want this and i'll explain it to you but you'll never remember unless you write it down right and then you start to get him a refill before he's out and the second he gets that like the refill he's like oh Thank you. And he's just like adored with you the rest of the day. Like, you're so great. And I'm like, I'll watch the coffee. I'll make sure you always have a coffee, Tom. You're the best. And he's like, you're the best. And then high five. You, you know who's, who's the best is Mike Mark. When yep. you want something mm-hmm. in the morning, whether it be a for McDonald's, Starbucks or whatever, he's that guy that you kind of hate at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He doesn't write it down. No. Does not write it down. Am he I doesn't right? write it down? No. no. Watching. That pisses me off. He doesn't but, write it down. But, but, but he gets it right probably I, every time. The thing, no, he's gotten it right every single time. But I don't know why. It's, it's That's another my dad thing. He, got, he always write it down. I, I write, always. I have yeah. notes on top of notes on top Mark of notes. Mark is in my great. He, he gives the nod and yep. it's in there. And it's in there. And you know what's the worst? When it's your job to get breakfast that oh, morning and Lord, you no. forget yeah, Mark's I'm, order. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I did that the other day. Came back the next day when I was not supposed to be at work and brought him what I had forgotten. I said, I am so 
Uh, and he goes, I don't want an egg McMuffin. It's 2 p.m. <laughs> Je- Jeez. Isn't he a rude guy? No, I always, I'll do a regular list, a digital list. Mm-hmm. I'll text myself that list <laughs> and a screenshot of that list in case I need it in PDF form. Yep. Oh, we asked All Mark, true. Mike, what he wants. Does he go, sausage? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go right into our next. This is a yet another Bob and Tom reboot. First, there was the smash hit of the century, which propelled the lackluster film career of Michael Keaton to new heights, Batman. And now, in his big screen debut, War and Peace is Buttman. Miss you, Commissioner Go-Down. <laughs> yes, I'll talk to my sidekick, the boy Wonder. Oh. Batman may have Dick Grayson as Robin, but I have Dick Brownson as Swallow. (laughs) (laughs) A criminal villain is loose, Swallow, to the butt pole. (laughs) Alfred! Yes, Mr. Buttman, sir. Polish these butt poles. Swallow and I can't go down on a limp butt pole. (laughs) My apologies, sir. I assumed incorrectly that one could enter your hideout as easily as Batman entered the Bat Cave. To the Butt Cave, Swallow! (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, back in the Butt Cave... (sighs) Who is terrorizing the gerbils of Gotham City? (laughs) Spit it out, Swallow! (laughs) Oh, Swallow, it can't be the Riddler. I knocked him off with the butter rang. You throw it from the front door, but it always goes in the back door. <laughs> oh, it's the butt phone. <laughs> Did you get that? Some ass keeps calling. <laughs> You'll thrill to the criminal escapades of Jack Nicholson as... The poker. Where does he get all of those wonderful boys? <laughs> <laughs> the famous critics are raging about this blockbuster. Gene Shallot of NBC. This movie is sensational, non-stop excitement. The action is literally shoved down your throat. <laughs> and Siskel and Ebert say, two thumbs up, Buttman. Long-awaited Buttman, now showing at a Blows Theater or General Cinema near you. Enjoy it in Sensoroid Sound. Register to win the original Buttmobile, an immaculately cared-for brown Ford probe <laughs> with ejection seat. Guys, that final line, I'm going to say it. Too many puns. Just, just let's too relax. Many. Can we have I would agree. too many butt puns? I mean, I was just, I just did that jokingly. I'm pretty sure that had to be my dad. It was the script was finished, and he just goes, "You know what? We're gonna end this 15 butt puns in a row. We're going all the way." <laughs> We need a car. Ford Probe. What color? It's brown. It's butts, baby. That, that was actually a popular car back in the late 80s was a Ford Probe. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Well, and I, I do love, oh, and was... I don't know if Jason told you guys this, but every bit we're going to talk about today does involve Batman's The Riddler. Okay. <laughs> just that was just by chance. <laughs> and then that, uh, that fart phone. 
I know. I didn't. Oh, I, I couldn't remember. Like when they started making the noise, I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I feel song. a little, I feel exhausted actually after that bit. It's, it was, it was, there's just too much butt play. Like it was too much. <laughs> it's maybe the most childish thing. I know. Yes. That we've listened to so far. Yes. Just, yeah. I mean, that is an honest fart joke. It's just, yeah. it's a butt phone. So when a butt phone rings, yeah. what sound does it make? Of course it makes a fart. The simplicity of just anyone making a fart noise that Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. And it's so great. But oh. I have a lot of questions about this bit. Uh, well, Ooh. I know this was a late 80s bit. Yeah. And part of the reason I know that is because I was in high school. Oh. And this was one of those first bits for me yeah. as a kid that really like, okay, these guys do it differently. Yes. These guys do it differently. And all, I mean, there's like three or four jokes in there that we did as kids. You know, the butt phone being mm-hmm. it, you know, Swallow versus Robin. Right. Um, we would do a Jack Nicholson impression. Was an impression of Tom doing it. Right. Was know? that him doing it? That was it Tom. That was yeah. absolutely Tom. Who? Where does, do he, get Where does he get these wonderful boys? Where does he get these wonderful? Jack that's, Nicholson is hard to. That's a hard one, Johnny. You got to center yeah. in somewhere. Well, yeah. he did the easy version of Jack, I think, when he just kind of do, yeah. you know, yeah, makes yeah, it yeah. sort of um, a little bit of Mitch Hedberg, I think, in there the somewhere. Oh, Can we yeah. all just yeah. get along? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. If yeah. you ever get bored, try to do Jack Nicholson oh voice. In The Departed, he's faking a Boston accent. Oh, it is yeah, so that. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jack Nicholson. I like to go on duck boats. <laughs> <laughs> His face. I'm a Pats oh, fan. Really? <laughs> it's, I'm terrible at voices. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Ozzy? I cut you off. I don't remember. She had so many questions. I have a lot of questions. Oh, I yeah. want to know who the voices were. Like, who's doing that? Na, 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 na. Is it? That's uh, probably Dean's yeah. production. All the guys are just, just guys. all Dean. Uh, Mark his, Patrick is plays Buttman. Buttman, yeah. And he does a couple other little things in there. I was looking um, for Alfred. I didn't I didn't recognize um, that voice. Yeah, he was he was with the show a lot, and my his, his name just spaced. Um, yeah. No, I'll that's fine. Yeah. I think that what's really cool about this show is peak Bob and Tom, I would say like early 90s, mid 2000s, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But that, that, that's my time. Those are my favorite bits. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, what, what, what I recognize about that is the amazing production, the horn sections that come in, the professional singers. Mm-hmm. And this has that almost. But it has this kind of distinctive kind of punk rock feel to it where it feels like it's kind of just thrown together, but it's yeah. done really well. It's mm-hmm. kind of it feels like it's on vinyl. Yes. It has oh. that sort of feel. That it has older like production feel. Kind of college radio station. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but no, in no, a no, very right, right. cool. Mm-hmm. Like we made this. We we worked super hard on it. You right. know? Yep. Was that how it just it aired because of, you know, I came and asked. Yeah, question. I mean, or it was probably it all. Sound that it way it probably purpose. was done all on tape. I mean, it had to be done on tape. Right. This so production. It a, plus, it was probably who knows what version that is. It's yeah. it's from a cart, and then eventually right. the original was lost, so we had to digitize it from a cart. Right. So it kind of keeps that sort of vinyl sort of feel to it. I don't know. Hmm. I tell you what, for a local radio show, mm-hmm. these boys gave SNL. A run for the money, boys yeah. and Absolutely. gals. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, Sid the Sloth, I think, came from this. Sid the Sloth from Ice Age, he made a cameo in that. Did you notice that? I did. No. At the end, we're talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what he says because he's my <laughs> I was like, dude, that's Sid the Sloth. Okay. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. No, that's a, that. That again is one of the classic, classic, classic Bob and Tom bits. Yeah, yeah. and you're, you're, it, it has that sort of uh, Robert Smigel SNL feel. Of yeah. Those little yes. shorts they did, the animated sure. ones. What was that? What was that SNL? TV Fun House. TV yeah, fun that house. was. That's what oh, it was. My, whatever. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. The in 
ambiguously gay duo oh, yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm yeah. thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And so, yeah, both <laughs> both these bits are incredibly similar <laughs> and the product of their times. <laughs> yeah. And I think that came after. I think it did, too. Uh, the butt man thing. Yeah. But anyway. And then just real quick, uh, nothing better than a Chick McGee. Meanwhile, <laughs> yes. that's stellar. Okay, let's move on. We got this uh, Love Those Chicken Christie collabs, baby. Let's go. Bob and Tom present the biggest movie of the year. It's the story of a man and his passion. Honey, are you about done in there? Oh, uh, <laughs> just a minute, dear. In his hands, his instrument comes to life. <laughs> Come on. I gotta get in there. In a second, baby. I'm working on a new fingering technique. (laughs) Playing Mozart offered him little joy, but when he learned to master Beethoven, he was ecstatic beyond belief. Um, honey, have you uh, seen my Victoria's Secret catalog? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Chick McGee stars as the soloist. The soloist. The love story from the same people who brought you Skin Flautist and the classic Playing With My Pianist. (laughs) Don't miss The Soloist coming to a screen near you. And we do mean coming. Yes. (laughs) How many... We talked the other day to Chick, and I believe you actually said this a couple weeks ago, that when Chick was making the... um, Let's call it the vinegar strokes expression when yeah. Chick is, is making the noise of completion. How about yeah. that? Yes. It's a PG way to put it. Yeah. That he couldn't find it one time. Oh, 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 that he couldn't get it perfect. And so they've had to copy paste that. How many bits they copy paste that in? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a great so time question. out. That, I thought that that noise that they use over and over again is actually, that's audio from a prostate exam. Um, you know what? They could. I think it is. I don't think that that was there, that there, was a there's plan. There's probably a pre and post. There's probably yeah. some early bits that Versions. your father yeah. made him do those kind of that types noise. of bits all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that does sort of sound like that. I think that there. I think that actually there's one specific one, and I think it is there like a best of Chick McGee noises Chick McGee rocks or something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. I think that you hear. You hear his. No, maybe it's it's something. different. Are you different. thinking of the Thirty Days in the Hole? Uh, the song parodies. You've heard the songs. I think that's what I am because, with Chick McGee. Because Thirty you days hear him. in the hole. That yeah, one? yeah, the Is one where it? yeah, the one where he calls the the hole in one yeah. at the golf course. You hear that. The and there's, the, yes, there's a different part of it yes. that includes the the prostate yeah. exam. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I'm. thinking. Should we just have a whole episode on that? I was every time you know, in, as you guys. noticed last week, if you check our previous podcast, yeah. number eight with Chick McGee. I didn't put any of those in there with yeah. him here on right. purpose because right. it is a little weird. I don't that know. noise, just that, and just that he's that guy. I mean, he didn't ask to be that guy. Well, he's actually kind of not that guy anymore. If you listen to the show, Josh has kind of taken right, over that right, role, right, and right. and in all honesty, Chick has said to me uh, off off the air that. I'm so glad. So relieved. I don't, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to play the like guy at the bus station. Right. I don't right. have to be. Oh, are you kidding me? I don't have to be the fat joke. Yeah. Absolutely. I could walk. I could walk in here eating a cheeseburger and dip it in a tub of ranch. My dad wouldn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh, what's that? A toothpick? You fat. You fat, you fat guy. Jeez. Josh is eyeballing his. <laughs> um, wait, real quick. What do you guys think? 
Uh, what came first, that bit or the line, but then he was able to master Beethoven? <laughs> that's <laughs> genius. Yeah. The yeah. best part is, that's sort of the best line in it for me. Yeah. And the pun doesn't line up perfectly. No. Usually they did a really good, the, it's, it's not, I just love a good masturbate joke. I love yes. a masturbate-tova joke. Yep. It's so fun. Was, was that the actual name of the movie, The Soloist? I think it was, wasn't it? I don't even know the movie it's referencing. Yeah, it was. it's someone in playing an instrument. That I mean, that literally is what it's no, parodying. No, I think it, um, I thought it was. It, it might a be. 2009 film called The Soloist? That, I bet that's it. 09 sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would yeah. have said this was way before no. that. Me too. No. no. Jamie Foxx, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, Jamie oh. Foxx. That's right. Yep. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, I know that movie. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Wow. But then that's the good. A lot of these bits, you don't you don't need to see Shawshank or Driving Miss Daisy yes. to understand the first bit. You don't need to hear. I like it when a parody can stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some parodies you watch, and you, it's that's that's so niche. It's a, such a specific reference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, anytime you can work in the word skin flautus, whatever. <laughs> it's like, right. Did Tom just write that entire thing? Yeah, or? I'm sure he did. Am I saying yeah. that correctly? I'm sure I'm not. Whatever. Flautist. I think that's I right. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Flute blower. It's actually <laughs> flautist. Very good. Very good. Well, let's move on to our next bit. This is one of Tom's, one of my dad's favorite things. Oh, my God. What? I can't hear. Shh, Give me the headset. Shh, I'm getting something. Oh, my God. It's the most terrifying sound you'll ever hear. What? What? What, what is it? I don't know. Would you shut up? This is a matter of life or death. Years and years of civilization could be rocked by this. Uh, Give me the headset. I want to hear. Oh my God. (laughs) Forget about the Da Vinci Code. Bob and Tom Pictures presents the Morse Code. (laughs) Oh no, I can't believe it. What? What's the message say? It says, greetings. Stop. I knocked up. Mary Magdalene. Stop. Don't tell anyone. Stop. The Morse Code. Eastern Orthodox religion meets Western Union. Don't miss Morse Code, the movie. Only from Bob and Tom Pictures. Morse Code. It'll dash your belief system. For more previews, go to morsecode.dot.dash.dot.dot.com. Oh my gosh. Dot. Do you guys remember, I remember pretty well in fifth grade, Da Vinci Code came out and it just blew everyone's minds. Mm-hmm. This is the book. The movie's not even out yet. And it, I, my brother read it and I, was, I wasn't I was young enough to read it. And then the movie came out. I was obsessed with it. I just feel like it was everywhere for a while. Yeah. I never saw it. Never Me saw neither. it either. Me either. I was thinking I need to. Because yeah. Tom, it's Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. yeah it's, and kind of one of his more dramatic, you know, here, roles, it's, I guess. It's and, a cool movie. But sci-fi. it's kind of just, it's kind of fun. It's almost like National Treasury. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. It's, it's okay. honestly pretty light. It oh, acts, really? Okay. Okay. It, and the, the, some of the scenes are a little more adult, a little more adult in general. Yeah. But it's it's not like a movie that blows you away. Right. Actually, that's not true. It kind of is. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Watch it if you want to watch it. If you don't, don't. Who cares? <laughs> but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I do love that uh, the Morse code. Like, if anyone, ta- who talks about Morse code? In 2020. Mm-hmm. Nobody except right, for Tom right. and then the Walking Dead fans who thought back in the day Daryl was trying to do Morse code with blinking when Negan shows up at the gates of Alexandria it's a whole thing but if so you remember Dead earlier when I said you're parodying something and it's too specific of a reference mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> three people that knows what I'm talking about when he shows up 
We're in the A. And Sorry, people I'm were just... like, is he trying to tell us a message? There's a Morse code poster. And well, the whole time a... I thought of Tom. I, I like, just, love I this. love Jessica's enthusiasm when it comes to stuff like this. I wish that I cared that much about anything. I barely care that much about my children. But she <laughs> is so committed and loves she this is. so much. And I love that she loves it. Well, Thanks. also, and then, Jess, I, I don't want to. Uh, re- yesterday, you posted a Mandalorian Nerf gun. And I am getting into the show, The Mandalorian, right now. I'm Whoa. three episodes and I absolutely love it. You don't have to know Star Wars and to I appreciate go, this. Oh, no, you don't. And I go, I, you know, I think I'm going to get this for Jessica, but it doesn't ship until October of next year. So that's what? no fun at all. Yeah. You have to be patient to be a nerd. Like that yeah. stuff, you just have to wait. Right. Well, you also no have offense, to have Jess. you also have to have a lot of money. I have this Nerf gun with like ten bucks. This thing is like a hundred thirty bucks for a Nerf gun. Is it really? I, yeah, it's wow. so stupid because Donnie sent me my Donnie sent a message to me and I go, yeah, I posted on my story. Are you gonna get it? And he's like. No. Yeah, exactly. That's for right. for I, nothing, I got nothing back. For your birthday next year. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't wait. I didn't like... see when it shipped, though. I just was like, crap, I need this. No, I looked at it right away because I said, if we can get this by Christmas, I was really going to do it. Oh, that's nice of The you. funny thing, though, I, if we actually ever do get this, because it can shoot pretty far, there's a pretty big field right next to our radio station. Ooh. You're just trying to land 500-yard snipes. Oh, man, <laughs> I will run out there, and I will let people take turns trying to shoot me because it would be so much fun. I just like mm. dress like a deer and everything. Before we go to the next bit, Willie, uh, let's at least give it a little shout-out. I I'm guessing Jess Hooker knows who the other voice was okay. in that. Yes. Um, There's Dean's playing the person that's getting frustrated. It's not my dad. I thought it was at no, first. Oh, gosh, no. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, you don't remember. Give, okay. me a sec- give me a second. Give me a second. Is it you? No, no, no. It's not me. No, okay. no, no. It's... Uh, hold on, hold on, Can hold I on. play the beginning yeah, again? Yeah, can you, okay. can you, yep, can you. Here we go, yeah. here we go. Oh, my God. What? I can't hear. Shh, give me the headset. Shh, I'm getting something. Oh my God! Mm. Mm. I love this game. I, it's a comedian. Uh, yep. And I feel like I know it's not, but it airs on the side of David. Uh, what's his last name? Yes, David. Oh, David Crow. David Crow. Yep. Oh, that's Dave Crow. That's Dave there you Crow. Go. Oh yep. my gosh, that's he, yes. he has. A, I feel like he hasn't been here in ten years. He used he to come on a couple it. times a year, he, and the uh, power tra- just went out. Oh, he um, traveled with us for a long mm-hmm. time on the comedy tour and had a lot of fun. But if you listen to the beginning of that, he starts it off, and it's very similar to uh, the coffee. Yeah. Uh, the, the coffee house. The porn thing. coffee. Um, right. Thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, and then just real quick for the, for our last little bit about this uh, our bit about this bit uh, Morse code references parasite so there is some Morse code references oh. out there but it is very <laughs> it's a very narrow oh yeah <laughs> yeah. 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 So oh, it's oof. people are talking about Morse code, but we've been doing it forever, baby. Morse right. Code. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I actually, I heard Parasite stole that Morse code bit from this show. I think so. We were doing things <laughs> way before they were cool. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Tom's like, where's my Oscar? You're welcome. <laughs> uh, this uh, Boong John Ho stole my idea. <laughs> if that's how you say his name. Sorry about that. Uh, let's move on to our next bit. Uh, this is something you don't have time for an entire movie, or sometimes rather. Ladies and gentlemen. Brace yourself for yet another awe-inspiring episode (laughs) of Cliff Notes Theater. Today's Cliff Notes Theater, the monumental epic movie, Titanic. Oh. Man, this is some boat. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. 
This has been Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes here. When you just don't have time to set through the whole movie. I don't remember that one. I loved it because the intro and the outro are so much bigger and longer than the actual bit. Yes. It's just perfect. Absolutely. It's for my money per second mm-hmm. this is one of the best bits mm-hmm. and it has so that cool. similar thing with spit sta- spit take where yep. it really takes its time mm-hmm. so the punchline just pays off yep uh oh yeah. and and it if you know who the voice is it's our old boss marty yep and just him, man, mm-hmm. some boat. <laughs> that's, that's like a genuine Uh-oh. reaction he would have to, to a lot of things. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jess, did you say something about this yesterday? Uh, movies with the historical fiction tie-in. Do you ever get worried about not knowing how it ends? No, this was Christy was saying it this morning about the, she was watching The Crown. Oh, yeah. And then we said, I have a big issue watching historical fiction movies. And then I Google them and I'm like, okay, don't read the Wikipedia page of yeah. the actual event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, why don't I know who won World War II? Am I a dummy? What is it? You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not so something that big. Involved. Not right. something like, that big. But like no. movie, the movie Miracle. The movie, the right. Miracle on Ice. Right, things right, that, right. Things right. That where there is an actual story that goes along with it. You yes. can't look it up halfway through the movie. It ruins it for you. Yeah, it is. It is. And do you guys do that where where you'll you'll see a reference or it'll be in a movie and then you're like, okay, you stop watching the movie. The movie's still running. You're on your phone. You're on Wikipedia. And next thing you know, you're hip deep into like Billy Ray Cyrus and all his kids. And you're okay. How are they related? And who's their mother? And just like, yeah, what is and Billy Ray almost got divorced, but didn't get divorced. And now I'm a big fan of Noah Cyrus. This happened. And I I kid you not. It was it was pushing on two hours of me reading about this family. And how did this, this just started by you looking up Hannah Montana or something? Well, my daughter is a big fan of the Hannah Montana movie. Got it. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the woman who plays Michael Scott's girlfriend in the office plays Billy Ray Cyrus's love interest in Hannah Montana. And she was, it was a big, huge, so then I just, that's how my brain works. Sure. And it spiraled. There you go. And then after you're in there for two hours, the yeah. first person you see, do you just start telling them everything you learned? And they're like, what? No, I, the in my mind, like I do this like maladaptive daydreaming where I, I can't wait until Tom asks me about or mentions the Cyrus <laughs> family and I get to say right. that I know this. Okay, well, I, oh! I literally have the exact <laughs> other side of this story. I watched whatever movie about the Chicago 7, that movie about mm-hmm. Abby Hoffman, all those folks in Chicago. Yeah. Incredible movie. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about it. But then later we're at dinner, and I'm pretending that I read it in a book or something. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Abby Hoffman paired up and was able to to do sort of stand-up in the midst of a protest. And my dad just goes, you know I was alive during that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was reading the newspapers, you dumbass. And I go, yeah, sorry, I guess uh, I'll listen to you sometimes. (laughs) Okay, so this is a funny one, and I'll break the fourth wall. I've done it a little bit before I get a little list for the intro. This is a sentence that I don't know if I feel comfortable saying out loud. So here's ready, get ready for this. Nothing funnier than a national disaster. I'm sorry, a natural disaster. (laughs) Only Bob and Tom Pictures could present a film of this magnitude. And it's coming soon to a theater near you. Ow! Oh! Oh! More frightening than a hurricane. Ouch! From the producers of Twister comes the blockbuster film of the summer. Ouch! Oh! More terrifying than a tornado. (laughs) Hey, hey. You know what's worse than a tornado? No. What? A titty twister. (laughs) 
Oh, shit. Oh, Titty Twister, will you be ready? You little son of a bitch. I'm going to kick your ass. I can't believe You know how to scare a bee? Scare a bee? No, how? You say, you say booby. Booby, get it? Get it, Twister. I'm going to rip your Head on. <laughs> Titty Twister, starring Michael Douglas and Nicholas Cage. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> hey, one hurts down it. Want one? <laughs> That's it, punk. Oh. Oh. Titty Twister, a Purple Herbie production from oh. Bob and Tom Pictures, and coming next summer, a plague more terrifying than Ebola. It's. Cooties, the movie. Tommy's got the cooties. Tommy's got the cooties. Not anymore. (laughs) And I kill you. Titty Twister. No one over 12 admitted. Last one ends a rotten egg. (laughs) 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 Oh, the dreaded Twitties for Titties Whisper. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Is that the same sound effects Tom still uses on the soundboard? The gunshots and the like you're punching someone. Yeah, probably yeah. the exact ones. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just I remember, I remember that happening. Like to like, I, sorry, this isn't like a trauma story or anything. But my brother was is three years younger than me, and his friends came around, and I remember like they did that. They did that. But okay. That these little kids did this to me. This is loaded. I know. Is it? Should I skip it? Should we? Should we uh, no, because I was just going to ask if that's a thing for girls because I got that. But obviously, um, the female chest isn't as funny to mess with as the male chest. Is that the way to put it? Right. I would do them to guys. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. on the playground, which is probably why they didn't like me. Chase them around, try to give them a purple nurple or something. Oh, there you go. Twister. I yeah. still do it to Donnie every once in a while when mm. he's not paying attention. Oh, I, I, I do do that to guys a lot. Like, what is that's wrong weird. with you? I don't know. We can't Just bag like, you, so I don't we do know. that. I, you know what else I do? I do... Uh, I, um, check uh, the oil? Yeah, they check the oil, or I think uh, we call it... Uh, uh, what, what do we call it? Where you, you walk up behind yeah, your yeah, guy yeah, and right. you just... Jess is putting her thumb as if she's sticking it what into a pie. What is wrong with you? And very forcefully uh, in the yeah. air. It's how she's. And I've saw I've seen TickToks where this like is. Your... It's a thing. It's called a jetpack. We call it a jetpack because oh, yeah, it makes you, it makes you jump a little. Looks like you're hitchhiking in a rush. Yes, the car's like, about to be able to get it up there. It's but it's a thing on TikTok. Girls apparently do it all the time just to mess with their guys. Well, if you listen to uh... <laughs> not a TikTok trend, that's assault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is not consensual. That's not good at all. Get out of there. If you go to the uh, oh, the other pod, new podcast of ours, that Josh Arnold podcast, he talks about his time in Korea, and the kids would put their fingers together, their their, their hands together, sure. and index fingers and thumbs, and that was the thing they did. I can't remember what, what he called it, um, or what the kids there they called it. They didn't call it a jetpack? No, they did not call it a jetpack, but they would <laughs> do that to people with, I mean, forcefully into their bum area. Like with penetration? Yes, as much as they could. And okay, they that's not, tackled. No. I would no. roundhouse kick a kid I in the know. face. Josh like, had it happen once. Like, oh my gosh, yes, really? Yes. I just like just tap the butt cheeks. Like there's nothing there's there's but, that's as far as I but go. But you'll do that to anyone or just guys? Uh, 
it's it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> if you get the jetpack, that means Hooker has a crush on you. Gosh, That's that is so right. odd. I mean, would, here, here's my scenario. Would you ever do it to me just as a Absolutely sisterly, not. brotherly thing? No, no, no. I will All say right, just, the other I'm just day. Checking <laughs> the other day in the office, I was going to jokingly touch Jeff Oskey's butt. We're friends like that. We'll right? do that. Yeah. Also, it wasn't in the office. It was out. But then uh, right. I was like, finger. You're gonna, and then not Jeff. And I'm thank God I didn't do it. <gasps> oh my God. Thank God I didn't Who do it. It was Mark Mike. He oh. would have played along. But um, I don't. I don't think that would have gone well. Really. Yeah, Oscar is the Oscar is the man. He's a good guy. Get in there, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Now you see, you say Oscar, and I'm like, eh, I buy jetpack in. Yeah. You know what? I, yes. Oh my gosh, we have a Zoom uh, Zoom <laughs> HR meeting with the pod after this. Okay, let's. Hey, Oscar, our... check your six, buddy. <laughs> let's go to our last bit. Uh, it's a palate cleanser. We're not talking about dirty stuff anymore. This one's for the kids, you guys. Audiences are packing theaters to see Pixar's latest masterpiece, Finding Nemo. Bob and Tom Pictures, eager to cash in on any opportunity we see, is proud to introduce our new animation division, Dixar. I love it here in the ocean. It's so free and liberating. I can do anything I want to in my wet and salty home in the sea. I can swim fast. I can even eat this juicy, delicious worm who is conveniently dangling right in front of me. Little Nemo is going on the adventure of his life. <laughs> Don't miss Frying Nemo. Oh, Jesus! Help me! Catch Nemo yourself in theaters before Frigamal gets the cease and desist from Pixar. Frying Nemo. Only from Bob and Tom Pictures. Oh, gosh. I can't wait for Frying Dory. That's, I mean, that's the real story. That, uh, I have trouble with fishing and getting rid of mice because they all have voices to me. Oh. Really? They all have like little families. And I'm like, I don't want to just, you know, take one. And then they're like, where did mommy go? They're also Italian, they're Italian mice. For you. I don't know. Okay. I feel like they came over on the. Sorry, that'd be French with ratatouille. Ratatouille, yeah. yeah. I was just going with Italian yeah. for some reason. I don't know yeah. what it was. I'm a little mouse. I'll make a pizza. So what, yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> I like it's that. a foreigner. Even That's though it a, came from my backyard. <laughs> I do that. I I assign uh, gender to inanimate objects. So numbers. I get that. Numbers, numbers. letters. Sure. Dogs things. or boys, cats or girls, that kind of thing. Yes, that's exactly right, Willie. No, it is true. It is true. <laughs> so can we can we guess who the voice was? Because obviously there's some filtering. Oh, I'm gonna on have it. to hear it just a little bit. Yeah. Do do it there's I, a salgy in there. Yeah, salgy yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um I'm gonna be I'm gonna pull it in right here. Free and liberating. I can do anything I want to in my wet and That's salty tricky. I think so too. Yep. I can swim yep. fast. I can even eat this juicy, delicious worm. Yeah, There's I a think... hint of Mr. O in there. Yes, there, there, it up. there yes. That's that, I definitely checked. Yep. I thought so too. Yeah. Awesome. Good. And also, the actual movie Finding Nemo, it, it, it ends with flushing the fish to send it to the ocean. Kids, that's not how you do it. Do not flush your fish. It's not going anywhere. You live in Indiana. That's not even close to the ocean, pal. Do not. What? Make, or check your local listing. Do California but. toilets go to the ocean? I don't no. know. I don't think any toilets do that. Uh, I'm on a well, so I definitely know mine don't. I think mine go to like uh, Sugar Creek. <laughs> well, I think eventually they do. Eventually, in the Midwest, where there's a lot of Bob and Tom listeners, stuff eventually gets to the Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi goes to the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So okay. 
potentially Maybe. could yeah. happen. Little clownfish <laughs> swimming down the old Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And I think like there was Tom issues back Sawyer. there. Yeah. I think we're back to like the historical fiction th- thing, thing. Like, how do I not know this? Right. Like, how do I not know how the water system works? Water, cars, where does poop go? Nobody knows. <laughs> no one has any clue. <laughs> Goodness. Well, do you guys want to call it there? Yeah, I had a great can. time. Thanks That's for joining fun. us on the Bits and Pieces podcast, the podcast where we revisit our favorite Bob and Tom bits. And if you like us, uh, subscribe and review the podcast. That'd be uh, we'd really enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.